Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that, with meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Extended rest for the month of May is brought to you today by DiceEnvy.com. We've talked a ton about Dice Envy in the last couple of months, and there's a good reason for that. If you like collecting dice, then you're going to love Dice Envy. Swing on by their website to see the plethora of different options they have in both acrylic, metallic, tiny dice, and of course, their subscription box starting at just $5. I've seen a bunch of you post about them on Twitter, and we can't thank you enough for that. Swing on by DiceEnvy.com today and see what all the fuss is about. everybody out there, welcome to Extended Rest for May. We're going to recap all of our Theriathon episodes from April today. Uh, all of them were released. We've been dying to talk about these. Uh, on the panel tonight, we have Lisa. Hey. And Kelsey. Hey. And Bree. Hi, guys. And Alex. Hey. And Jamie. Hi. And Jameson. Hey there. Uh, so before we jump right into the episodes, uh, those of you who were hanging out on this, uh, I don't know, the pre-show, then we did the pre-pre-show, I don't know what the hell, we just stream and things happen, but if you're listening to this in the feed, uh, then get, get show up to Extended Rest Live, we're, we're talking about urinals and bad horror movies, um, those two things may be connected, but we were talking about <laughs> Dragon Con. Uh, those of you guys who are on our Patreon at patreon.com, uh, patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, um, if you listen to our newsletter, you already know this, but there's a ton of you out there who have no idea. Try your best to get to Dragon Con 2018 this year because we're doing something that we have never ever ever done it is literally a dream come true for me we are playing a game live um we'll be eating up two of the panel rooms there uh the augusta one and two it's the same rooms we do for uh the dnr panel and a bunch of the tabletop track panels and um there's going to be a big story thing it's going to be um it's going to be really special. Me and Bree have been talking nonstop about stuff that we're we're going to be doing for it. Keep your eyes open on the feed and keep listening. Uh, but we're crazy, crazy excited for it, and we hope you guys can join us. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I'm currently assembling a team. <clears throat> what? What? For 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 the the, the game, I need players. Okay. <laughs> Nick Fury, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> money is being spent we're being i i'm being an idiot about this but yeah um so uh that's that's again if you didn't know now you know again you can find out stuff like that if you join patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r for a dollar you get a newsletter and you find out all this stuff weeks ahead of time i'm sorry jason what's that price again uh for a dollar 
Alex, one dollar. One dollar. A dollar. And you get to support the show and help us out. I was going to try and do that Ghostbusters thing. One dollar? Have we all gone mad? (laughs) And then they're talking about (laughs) the mugs and the balloons for the kids. (laughs) Uh, Let's jump right into the Theriathon festivities by talking about Arc 2, Episode 33, From the Grave, Part 1. All of the episodes we're talking about today technically aired uh, April 21st, 2018. That was Theriathon, if you didn't know. Uh, again, yeah. thank you everybody out there for making that, uh, astoundingly successful. It, it was, it was a, I, what I gotta do is go back and watch the feed because I missed a lot of the chat and I gotta, I gotta go back and check that out. It's a lot of bear weight talk. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like listening to that bear episode and I was like, wow, this is just as bad as like when we were doing the meat group four. And I was like, yeah, I can leg press like a small grizzly bear. And people were like, Actually, oh. and I was like, "Motherfucker!" I oh my god, up. it's it's happened before. <laughs> yes, because I at the time I like maxed out on my leg press. I could leg press like fifteen hundred pounds, Damn. and I was like, "That's the size of like a small grizzly bear." And people were like, "Actually, bitch, it's not." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." Well, we'll talk about how much bears weigh. Apparently, people take bears very seriously in our fandom. <laughs> I, I I don't remember that even happening, but I do. Oh, yeah. I do believe it you was, got corrected. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is an old-fashioned dungeon crawl episode, which we don't do all that often. I honestly thought you guys were going to walk past this. Um, uh, so Group C right now is on their way up to Brightport to the north. So, uh, they, they end up, uh, the weather kind of drives them off the road a bit. They decide to stop off in this clearing, which is actually an old abandoned cemetery. Uh, it empties out into, and there's this big statue of Vecna. We go into what that looks like and the, the, the half and half. Um, and we, we actually, I, I thought you guys were just going to walk past this and it would be something that I prep and it's like, all right, well, then, and, and we move on. Um, but you didn't, you guys stopped in. Do you, do you look forward to dungeon? Like, okay. When we're talking stereotypical, like D and D stuff. Do you, do you guys look forward to crawling through dungeons and junk, or is that just kind of something you'd rather avoid? I mean, for me, like um, the dungeons is always like, eh, mm-hmm. I could go for a dungeon, whatever. I'm, I'm much more in for the role play stuff and like things like that. But if you put half a hot guy and half a dead guy on the dungeon. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm really into it. <laughs> I was really into it, too, because I don't think we've had on Group C, like, a true dungeon crawl like that before. So to be able to do that and kind of figure out who's good or who's bad at finding traps <laughs> and falling into pits was not, was pretty fun. Or, you know, spontaneously getting mummies to come out of the walls. But oh, what else? that was great. <laughs> I was so excited for those mummies. <clears throat> Did you, is, do you look at this as like, um, as an unnecessary distraction or is it, cause you, you mentioned the role play of it all and that's usually what we focus on in the show, but I've seen countless people send in emails and, and, uh, texts and stuff like that. Just really wanting us to get to the, like the, the big fights or, you know, mm-hmm. the typical dungeon crawly type stuff. Is this like, um, an unnecessary distraction 
do you feel? Or is this like you guys honing your craft for when you get to the big roleplay moments that might have combat? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it's like a distraction. Like, I don't hate all combat or anything like that. I think, um, I think the reason that this dungeon, like, calls to me is because, like, it's a story dungeon. It's like, oh, yeah. here's a thing about a cool god. It's not mm-hmm. just a just quote unquote a dungeon you know I, I, like it's not the tomb of horrors where it's like oh it's all about the traps right it's, i mean the tomb of horrors has a story but like you know it, it, i get what you're saying where right i don't like that okay if you're building a dungeon there's got to be a story behind that right because it can't just exist like who the hell built this and why <laughs> so exactly the, the the dungeons that just contain no elements of lore or story always kind of bugged me yeah, and I think that's usually, like, at least in the group I played with, which Jamie played with them, too. It was, like, our family. Usually dungeons just existed as a thing to do. It wasn't really right. a story thing. Like, we didn't get to play much story D&D at all. So when I got older, I kind of just had that old aversion to dungeons because usually that was, like, filler. It right. was, like, the bathing suit episode of <laughs> Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> Nothing story-wise is going to matter later. We're going to go back to doing cool shit later. But, like, this one, it's about Vecna, which, first of all, I like Vecna just as a... Like, Brianna likes Vecna. Right. Clara feels fine about Vecna, so, like, she's on board. And then, like, Elrath is just now learning about all of this religion shit. She is, Um, and so it's been really fun. That works out on her end, and, you know, it was... It was me. Do you feel that's, like? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alex. I was gonna say that's been the, one of the, one of my favorite parts of the group too was Lisa's character, Elrath. Because like, I think re- deities and religion are something that's really overlooked in a lot of games, mm. and like in most of mine for sure. Like the first fighting game I ran, my friend, I was like, oh, it doesn't matter what deity, fuck it, doesn't care, doesn't count. And then as time went on, I was like, oh, you know what? They're so so in depth and shit. And seeing Elrath, like, slowly realize, like, oh, you know, there's things that are bigger than... I thought that was great. I think you're doing a really good job. That's one of the highlights. Like, hearing her mature, like, oh, you know, there's this one, and then, you know, I should thank this temple because I almost died. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was was the moment for me. I was like, oh, that's sick. Like, that's a really really cool key thing to to look at. (laughs) Thanks. I also really like that because it was like, yeah, she's maturing, and then also it's a different aspect that like she doesn't think about. So like, it's, it's fun getting to know that side of her just as a player. And then also to get to kind of interact with Clara a little bit more about it. Cause I believe Clara is also a follower of, I'm going to say it wrong. Is it Avandra? Yeah. She's Avandra and crushed it. Oh, Ryan, I think I can't remember. Alvin. I need her sheet. Yeah. There's I only think one it's those two. that really matters. And who is that, Jameson? Who's the god we pray to get us out of the goddamn woods? That is uh, Arathus, I believe. Arathus, take it (laughs) (laughs) What I have liked about Arc 2 so far, I I feel like we focused on, like, two gods, maybe. Kord got all the praise in Arc 1. Yeah. And then uh, a little bit of Raven Queen, maybe a little bit of a Monitor sprinkled in here, like salt and pepper, just kind of like, you know, a little bit. Kord was the steak. Kord took so much of focus and what i like in arc two is it's kind of like we we did a little bit with avandra there's a little bit here for there, there was like a mention or two of cord raven queen now vecna's getting some stuff arathus is getting covered like i'm i'm digging this there's there was a, in the patreon game morden's getting a lot of uh praise so it's kind of cool that we're, we're covering all this stuff and i'm yeah i think 
I think it has to do with the personalities behind the characters that worship those gods, right? Yeah. Like, for example, Cord was like Izzy 120%. Yes. Right? And Uno was one of the more influential, I think one of the more positively influential characters of the show at the time. Definitely brought a, like, a true good feel to that arc, that part of arc one, I think, like, where, where she was the, the center focus of her group. And therefore, Cord was the center focus of like, oh, the gods are like Cord. Well, like, that was the measurement. That was a scale that I feel every god was put up to. And then arc two, like what you said, it's different. It's like every god is measured differently. Right. And I'm looking forward to, like, uh, Group A getting to Aubrey, because there's some stuff. Um, uh, and, d- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Does, does Elroth have any strong feelings about Vecna, by the way? Um, she might not have before they started the dungeon crawl. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, think, I think afterwards she'll have a, an opinion or two. Positive but, or negative? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> See, this one's hard because I think this is one of the only times that, like, we just played the next episode. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying. So I'm trying to like, okay, what can we? What can I say without? Yeah. Right. Always true. But um, I mean, so far, I guess her opinion, as of based off the episode that just aired, Mm -hmm. would be like Vecna doesn't fuck around. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I, I think anybody who would be. To, okay, anybody who would invest the time it takes to build a secret dungeon to protect yeah. something, I, they're either dicks or <laughs> very zealous. Like very, they 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 are down with the cause, man. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, they put mummies down there, so they're definitely on brand, if nothing else. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they got the package deal one day. We're buying the assets. It's like in The Sims where you're just like, oh, well, that just matches the, the decor. I got to get the the mummy expansion. <laughs> um, Speaking of falling into some traps, speaking of not fucking around, I feel like <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe this is perception, but has this happened before where I, I feel like Jasper has the best of intentions with Merrick and it's like, well, I'm going to lead the way. Whoops, fault. Like, <laughs> I feel like this yeah. has happened before. Like, he just does not have good luck spotting things like that. I feel like that happens to every leader. Like, True. they always. Mm-hmm. Anyone who leads the way is obviously going to be the one who looks foolish when they yeah. walk into a pit of snakes, for instance. So, Merrick falls into this pit. Um, all these episodes are live at Theriathon, and I. You guys are attacked by venomous snakes it's not poisonous it's venomous i found that out yep uh oh. <laughs> so well then uh, i have to explain that to kids all the time at my job uh, dude <laughs> i i was just going by what's in the book <laughs> yeah uh but yeah that could have ended really poorly and i mm-hmm. feel like that was I, at the time when you okay so merrick falls in and I believe it's Elareth that jumps in after. Oh, yes. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I thought for sure we were going to have two dead bodies in a pit. <laughs> I was afraid of that, but I was like, you know what? He just busted his ass to save her. <laughs> I can't let him die in a pit of snakes. <laughs> See, that's what I was going to say earlier when you were talking about our, our dungeons just a distraction. And I think 
They totally can be, but in a show like this where the, the role play is always so emphasized that when you finally do get to a dungeon crawl, everybody's thinking in character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Merrick falling into that trap, totally in character. Elrath jumping <laughs> in, totally in character. <laughs> Everything that happened was like an extension of the characters. And, and I, for that reason, like I really like dungeon tr- crawls in a story like this because it brings out and emphasizes more of that. And it's really fun to see. That is uh that's something I noticed at Theriathon specifically, but obviously you guys are fantastic at what you do. So even if it's detrimental to your character, even if it means certain death, I watch you guys make decisions that are, you know, in character, but maybe not in the best interest of your character, like, you know, the yeah. like jumping into a snake pit and and all that stuff. Like throughout that entire day, um, I, I watched it happen with Group B and Group A, and like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. <clears throat> watch you guys make decisions and doing things, and it's like, wow, that could be the death of that character, but you'd rather play it to the hilt and do the right thing for it, and I, I just love seeing that. Um, but you guys didn't die in a pit, so congratulations. No. Woo! <laughs> that is not didn't the last. Didn't die in a pit. Yeah. <laughs> didn't. I want that on my gravestone, so long as it is applicable. <laughs> oh my god um finally you guys you end up finding that ring um which is it it provides you with some uh, protection from necrotic damage and and such uh you had to fight shadows like literal shadows leaping off the wall um which is actually really fun because most of the surface dwelling stuff is pretty common, right? You got wolves and bears and bandits and gnolls and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. I get to go crazy with some of this dungeon stuff. So anything that involves religion and stuff, I, I get to, like the, um, uh, the demon in, uh, Donhurst. Like I, I, I got to dust off some interesting new things and it's, it's, it's kind of always fun. Like it makes those things pop and stand out a bit more, I feel. Um, but by the end of the episode, you guys are getting ready to square off against mummies. Yes. I know we can't Indeed. reveal anything about the, the... Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about the scorpion rock, right? No. You told us to keep that seat. Okay. <laughs> nope. Um, and we... <laughs> Something just occurred to me, actually. Like, there's going to be an episode of Extended Rest. And I'm not saying it hasn't... We haven't already recorded it, but there's... There's going to be an episode where someone or maybe multiple char- characters get lost, and then we have to sit on an extended rest with those people, knowing that we've already recorded it. Mm. Oh, That's going to happen. Yeah. I'd like to hope that I would go out of my way to be like, let's not get the person who's yeah. Died I'd like to think extended. yes. I, I, I feel like if it has already happened, it's been with Karen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she, here, so it wasn't. Long. I mean, like I love Karen, but she's lost a, a lot of characters so far. So that's why I was like, if it has, I bet it was with her. I feel like um, Karen just takes big swings sometimes. And it yeah. just doesn't it doesn't quite work out. But the this is the first, I believe, um, the first time in arc two, you guys really have a chance to get uh, to get a godly weapon, uh, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Um and I, I, I really want to see where this kind of comes to. Um, there, hmm, how can I put this without spoiling anything? There are things that I want to start recording 
like little after credit stinger type things that should start fleshing things out a bit more specifically before dragon con. Um, but I've been, I've been planning like a whole other groups. Like I've been talking with certain members mm-hmm. of the cast who may have characters out in the world that just, you haven't seen for a while. And oh. all this will start are coming you, together. Are you making another group, Jason? Mm, okay. Look, <laughs> <laughs> This sounds awfully familiar. It does. Yeah. It does. Okay. I'm sure Bree can attest to this. <laughs> okay. Well, I've gotten in trouble for things like that before. So what I'll say is this is a temporary group. <laughs> okay. Just like Don't Caesar was only temporarily empowered. <laughs> I have a problem, Alex. Really? Uh, but that's how we closed out the group C session from Theriathon. It was, it, it, it's mummies. And, uh, and then there was a bunch of talk about, there was a bunch of puns about mummies in the chat. There was. There sure were. <laughs> oh, that, and I know no spoilers for the next episode, but I want you guys to know that that spirit came forward throughout the next episode Jesus. we recorded. <laughs> I it think did. It might have been you, Lisa. I think someone was late. And so we just it went straight me. for the mummy puns for like 45 minutes as we yeah. waited. And I missed out on all of them and I was so heartbroken. I was like, <laughs> no. That is indeed how the episode wrapped up. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, so- <laughs> okay, let's get into spirited debate because this is an episode okay. that absolutely divided our little community here and i want to talk about it. i want to hash this Ooh. out today oh uh, yeah episode yes uh episode 34 of our to the humane thing to do um <sighs> oh god okay so rose is a werewolf uh we found that out in this episode and essentially group b had to had to fight her now this episode did not go the way I thought it was going to go when I, when I started playing this out. And that's great because it ended up, we ended up getting to a ton of backstory. We ended up, uh, we ended up with some, some amazing conversation both in the chat and in the episode. And I want to talk all about it. So the fight itself is not the draw of this episode. You thought it was going to be, you, you tune in and okay, the fight lasts for what? Three turns. Four turns, something like that. Mm, two rounds, I think. D- did it? I don't remember being that long. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I did. Did any of you even get hit? No. I think it was just one round. I, yeah. I don't even uh, think. I remember yeah. a wolf getting suplexed. I do remember that. I, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I, I, I that that was it. Callie used moonbeam and uh, helped transform Rose back to. Uh, human form. And that is when, that is when all hell breaks loose. (laughs) So Jamie, I got to talk, Jamie, Alex, Jameson, let's, let's, let's talk to you guys specifically, but everybody here, I want, I want you guys to weigh in because we're going to get into some what if scenarios. Now, obviously this ties in very, very specifically to both Callie and Tatiana. Uh, both of them are coming at this from a completely different. Callie is essentially cursed. We find that in the episode. Um, and she has a timestamp. Basically, she is leaving to 30 and members of her family just die at 30. There's some sort of curse on the family that, uh, is, is just 
in effect. It, it, and she's got to believe that there's some sort of cure for that. So she's very much focusing on on Rose, whose name we find out is actually Tamara, but very much focusing on Tamara as well. If we could save, if we could save Tamara from this curse, then that means there's hope for me. Whereas mm-hmm. Tatiana's coming to this from a completely different perspective. You want to talk about that a little bit, Jamie? Um, yeah, I mean, I think honestly, as in terms of what ifs, I've thought about it and I feel as though if she had her memory and like, it wasn't a surprise to the group, Tatiana's reaction probably would have been a little different than how it ended up being because to her, like based on what has happened in her past, like these are ferocious bloodthirsty monsters, you know, that have no control over themselves. Um, And I've been thinking about it a lot, and it's like, I feel as if, if Tamara had told us this information prior to her just changing, Mm -hmm. I think maybe Tatiana's reaction would have been a little dulled down, because it would have been, she would have been expecting it. She would have gotten to know Tamara a little bit first and, like, based it on that. But because they knew nothing about her and this just randomly happened, um, it, it, to her, Tatiana, I pictured it as sort of like a slight, you know, if that makes any sense Yeah, no. At all. So to Tatiana, Tamara is a werewolf first and then a person second. Exactly. Uh. But if she had found out the information first, I think it would have been reversed. That is the coldest I think we've ever seen Tatiana. The most aggressive. Yeah, there were a yeah. lot of times when Tatiana referred to her as an it. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. like, really like... <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. Brutal. I'm so sorry, Tamara. <laughs> I loved the disclaimer that you're like, I just want to say whatever happens, I love you guys. <laughs> this is not me. This is Tati. You know, like, I thought it was cute. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've noticed that happening a lot more with ARC, too, as well. Like, people being like, hey, guys, just so you know, I'm really sorry, but I have to do this thing. I, like you were saying, Jason. I love it. Yeah. I love that we can all do that. And again, I've, I've mentioned this before. None of us walks away angry at each other because we get it. It's a character thing. Right. Even if yeah. that could potentially dick over another character. Like, we, mm-hmm. there's no there's no hard feelings. We all get it. Right. Uh, that being said, Alex Jameson, what I I wouldn't say that you were on the periphery of this argument. You both definitely took sides, or you both had reservations. What what was kind of going through your head during the session? Go ahead, Jameson. You first. Uh, I mean, we 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 also have an episode in the can, so it's hard to yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard to talk about it too much, but um. I actually think that Larg came down more hardline than I would have wanted him to in this episode. Um, I think he kind of just, just felt like he had to make a decision. So he came, came down really hard and, and probably would later feel bad about it. But, um, his, his stance is like, this is too dangerous. You can't get into a city with this. You know, there's too many people at risk. And, and the fact that she was so bent on like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I think he got, he got a little defensive based on that. 
Like, n- no, no, you, but it's not fine. <laughs> See, though, I thought that made total sense. Specifically, like, okay, if you're talking timeline-wise, it's only been a few days since Lark lost his entire city. Exactly, yeah. So, like, I get the apprehension. Yeah. Um, there was a part, though, I was listening back to it, there was a part where he, he pretty explicitly, like, threatened her. And I think that he'll probably feel bad about that, whichever way things go later on. Um, but yeah, he, he, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do and he's not comfortable with it, but he knows, he, he knows the one thing, which is that she can't, she cannot just like go on, go about her business oh. and just like act like it's not a problem. Um, Alex, what about you? So there's one, there's, well, there's a few main points. First one, you know, she's a werewolf. Werewolves are very dangerous if unchecked. Everyone keeps bringing up the argument, oh, Merrick, Merrick's a werewolf. That's different. Merrick, <laughs> Merrick no, is being controlled by Jasper. This is a world being controlled by Jason. Wow! That's <laughs> huge, huge difference. That's, like, super unfair, though. <laughs> like- well, also, if you, if in, in, like, in story-wise, though, too, like, Merrick, I assume, is older than Tamara, right? Uh, by a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so in in my head, I always thought that Merrick had had this for a long time. Tamara, it seems like she just recently got it from somewhere. It has not recently, been too but like more long. recently. Yeah, you know. So in my head, it's like as, as Alex looking into this as if it were a story, like if you're watching TV or, or reading a book. Mm-hmm. There's one character who has come to grips with the fact that they have lycanthropy and has, you know, for lack of a better term mastered calmness in some way mm-hmm. and you have another who is still super shaky right so from alex's perspective tamara is not only a liability but she's a huge danger braylon sees it not in a similar light but more like okay so she can wolf out at any minute i don't know what sets her off so let me stay away from her right. but also you know he still see he sees the human side of it or like the the sentient being side of it which is like we can't let her go because she'll die in the woods or she'll kill people, or worse, she'll bite someone, and they'll become another one. And then you have an outbreak where now the, the Deadwood becomes a newer, bigger Silver Silver Glade. Oh, wouldn't that be terrible? That would be awful. You know, that's like that's that's like a Resident Evil for the GameCube when you kill a zombie and you don't really kill them; they come back as those crimson heads. <laughs> that's the that's the worst feeling in the world. You know what? Big picture, though, if the evergreens filled with werewolves will be much harder for those orcs to continue spreading. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Unless there's um, a bunch of like werewolf orcs running around. Oh, <gasps> Jason can orcs. Werewolves. Werewolves. So okay, I do see your point, and I I I saw the comparisons between um uh, between Merrick and and Tamara too, which I kind of feel is apples and oranges for basically the same reasons you're putting down there. You got to figure if she did live in Aubrey. She probably never wolfed out there because the town would know about it, which means this is an anomaly. She is stressed out because she's far away from home. She's stranded. And now she's basically at the mercy of a party who is openly discussing murdering her. I mean, <laughs> that would stress yeah, anybody it, out. Just say that. I mean, so loud. Yeah. I I mean think we I- only discussed murdering her when she was unconscious. 
Which is what? even what? <laughs> Oh, no, we didn't. No, we talked about no, it. No, you guys talked about it right in front yeah. of her a few times. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pointed an arrow at her face. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think the thing that, that, that I immediately thought of when this is happening, it's like, yeah, American. And also, it's like, man, this feels a lot like what happened with the vampires back in our Oh, it does, doesn't <laughs> it? How dare you? Yeah, especially with, like, Braylon and Calden again. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> Look, Kelsey, if it doesn't bleed red, it's going to be dead. That's it. <laughs> I think both werewolves and vampires. <laughs> vampires don't bleed because they want our blood. Oh, it depends on what, what lore we're going off of. But I remember there was one where they don't have blood, and then another movie they did. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Tell me something. Do you bleed? Yeah, what color is it dead? Oh my god. What about okay, what about the the rest of the panel here? What, how would you guys react if this was happening within your party? Let's let's I mean yeah, it oh, sorry. Kind of is. Well, okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Although, but like again, it's a different kind of like, situation. Right, and it's kind of like how uh Jamie said because he came forward about it. Mm-hmm. Right. And we've gotten to know him as a as a person rather than just as a werewolf. So and even know. that's something that's like apples and oranges because Tatiana couldn't come for she didn't know until right. the head wound was fixed. So like I do I was thinking the whole time about especially before Merrick told us, obviously as a group, we all pretty much knew. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing where I talked to Jason a few times, like, I don't know what Clara will do if he wolfs out in the middle of a fight. Like, I really, I didn't say it to Jasper, but I did say it to Jason a few times because I talk about character stuff to Jason. I'm like, if he just wolfs out randomly and then she founds out, finds out that he knew he was dangerous and stayed by the group anyway and didn't warn them, like... She's going to be pissed. And, like, thankfully, Merrick did eventually, like, come forward. It was like, thank mm-hmm. goodness. Okay, now I can treat you like a human because that's what Clara would do. So that avoided the whole situation. But it's the same thing with Tam- uh, Tamara. 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 There we go. I almost said Tatiana. And I'm like, she's not the werewolf. <laughs> uh, where it's like, you have to think about what you would do in character. And I really applaud people. Like, mm-hmm. like even obviously Jamie because like I feel like that's where Clara would have fallen on it at least a little bit not as extreme because obviously Tatiana has some personal family stuff she's dealing with but like um, going against the group is hard yeah Yeah. I was gonna say if if that had happened in that scenario Ellarath would have reacted the exact same way except probably more violently and actually launched herself at Merrick yeah I don't think Clara would have like tried to spare him or anything yeah and that's nothing against Jasper. That's more Clara feeling like very, she feels very protective towards specifically Ellarath and Effany because they're so small. <laughs> they're good Don't friends. Don't let her know that. She, she can yeah. take care of herself. Thank you. <laughs> That's, I keep waiting for that to happen because she does keep specifically with Effany. She keeps being kind of mildly racist. But like in a nice way. So it has yet to be a problem. But I keep waiting for it to be a problem. But like... It's it's tough because werewolves are, I think, less so than vampires. Werewolves, you can't control. Whereas vampires, it's been proven that, like, yeah, in certain situations, like, if they're hungry, but as long as you can deal with those situations, you're fine. Whereas stress is such a weird, ambiguous thing. Yeah. Like, what, do we need a werewolf purge every year? <laughs> like, what do we... 
How do we keep you from becoming stressed? It's so. If I think they called that the great wolf massages. Where, <laughs> oh, there you go. I just a masseuse. <laughs> give him a little brushy, brushy. Would that help? Brushy, brushy, brushy. With um, like, let's get that undercoat out for him. <laughs> it's summertime. It's hot. Um, with with both werewolves and vampires, though, you're dealing with that fifty fifty split, but it's handled completely mm-hmm. differently. With a vampire, mm-hmm. it's both all the time. There's that beast that lives within the person. And then there's that person. They don't lose their soul or anything. We're not going by Buffy logic. So there's still the person that they were. They just have to exist in a different way. Werewolves are completely different. So you are still dealing with a person. You They, they, they still have thoughts and feelings and opinions and lives. But when they turn into that wolf, all that goes away. And they are just the right. beast. So I guess it's... You can't reason with a werewolf no. near... Like, if nothing, Kaluna, that, that beautiful scene, like, that proved that, like... Okay, you can maybe calm a werewolf down, right. but not even really. Like, you have to be super, like, none of you are close enough with Tamara that I think that would work. No. I, There's no, no, no sun's no. going down big guy for Tamara <laughs> right now. There's no... <laughs> well, so, also, I mean, something that wouldn't have occurred to Larg, but is definitely always on my mind, is she's not a normal werewolf. She's got all that bone spikiness going mm-hmm. on, and we have no idea what that is. And Oh, yeah! And so something, there's something else going on that I think maybe none of our characters yeah. know to ask about. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when, like, Jason said that. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is up with that? So is that's the next Legendary week, werewolf. I, um, <clears throat> Kelsey, what <laughs> if this was happening in your group? Oh, that that was, I, I mean, I was kind of thinking about it. Well, like, like hmm, it was... Well, one of the things, like, I'm I'm really glad it did happen to this group, just because I think Callie's thing with the curse and stuff, I thought that was super good. Oh, so like, good. the relation there, and I was like, oh, man, because I can, like, tell it's like, if you don't believe this is going to be cured, then why should I believe you when you say you're going to cure my thing sort of thing? And that was just, oh, it was so good. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, especially because, I mean, like, I feel like group, because... Like, also, there's, like, they're coming from different situations. Like, you guys just came from the whole thing in Donhurst and whatnot. So you're already, like, a bit, like... And, like, we just came from, like, this kind of, like, more, like, fun sort of, like, play outing and stuff in Winterhaven. So, like, I think, like, even just, like, that difference would have been a really different perspective on it. And, hmm. yeah, it was, it was cool, <laughs> so... I have this weird th- in my head. I feel like Group A would be really chill about the whole thing. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like in general we're just kind of a more chill group overall. I don't know, like just the characters and stuff. So. Do you think that that's because nothing truly horrible has happened to you guys yet? I mean, probably that's a part of it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like for sure. You guys have done very well. Like we're about to talk about old Claudius and. Um, you, you went out <laughs> yeah, to we, save some orcs and ended up striking like, you know, this, we've gotten really lucky. You, you guys have been doing great. You put on a play that you by no means should have done that well at, and you oh. nailed it. And like everything you touch kind of turns to gold. And meanwhile, on the group B side, they're losing limbs. Their cities are falling. <laughs> they're just getting the shit kicked out of them. It's not our fault. It's the- <laughs> <laughs> Do you need any more salt to rub into that wound, Jason? No, I know. I just uh, uh, <laughs> what, want to talk about how we haven't looked for any of the herbs for his arm. How about that? We'll put that on there too. 
I see what it is though. I'm, I'm going to earn that ire from, from Alex. I'm just going to keep like, just it's, you guys have been in this fucking forest for weeks. Like you just, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we're never leaving the forest. We're never, we're never, we're never getting out. The next episode is us just all. building a house. Yeah, you just, yeah. just building a house. <laughs> it's becoming that one game, that survival game, Rust or whatever the hell it was, where you just oh, yeah. fucking live in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is. I'm. We did record the next episode. It doesn't get any less tense. I, I don't. I don't feel like it does, and I think it's going to get worse. Maybe. Um, I'm interested. So look forward to that next month. Yeah. Uh, and finally, again, um, there's still tension in the group by the end of the episode. There are basically two – it's so bad that there are two camps uh, where uh, mm-hmm. Tatiana's just kind of fed up. And just, I, thought it, I, I thought it was a very sweet scene, seeing Braylon kind of like go over there. It's like, hey, how you doing? That, that, I thought that was really sweet, and I, I, I like to see that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think Braylon knows that, like, if in order for the group, to, everyone for everyone to survive, especially this situation, we have to be unified, you know, because coming from group two, where it was like, what Dagon said was not gospel, what he said was like, all right, that's the root, that's the instructions, let's go. And the only time, not a challenge, but more like, uh, uh, like, Counterpoints would come would be from Acronis and or Erelo, really. Mm. Like I was listening back to one episode, uh, and it, j- it just felt like Colin and Braylon were listening most of the time until the like near. We got closer and closer to the gate. I noticed we started to speak up more, maybe because we were still new. But like, I, I it felt like we were coming into our own. And now I try to translate that into Braylon now, where he's like, "Okay, I've seen what happens when when things go really well. You know, SWAT team group." group two right and he's probably trying to get that same mesh that cohesiveness with these guys and that's why i think he did what he did try to keep everyone appeased or at least not into the red zone do you think getting to a town is going to help out the group like getting to an actual rest spot people are recalling (laughs) it i can already see like we're gonna everyone's gonna do our own thing Someone's getting shit-faced, someone's getting arrested, someone's finding a gambling hall. As somebody who's just moved across the country, I can tell you that when you're on the road for eight hours, you just want to get to the fucking hotel. (laughs) (laughs) And we have been on the road for three days. It's been been a while. It's been three days? It's been three days only? No. I think think it's been like three or four because things keep happening. What about the road from... Or was it Lockford to uh Well, fucking... we're not counting Donhurst as a rest, right? That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that shouldn't be counted. So that's <laughs> all the extra stuff before oh, that, too. Oh, yeah, I was counting it. No. Was... <laughs> what was the rest? <laughs> <laughs> Sewers? Hell, if you're going back to Lockford, like, you guys took on the Fang in Lockford. I wouldn't say that any of this is bit. Like, this... Dern Hollow, crazy as it sounds, might be the first time that Group B truly gets to... Relax and rest since fucking Fairbay. Uh, <laughs> have, yeah. have we seen Burn Hollow in our nope. yet? Oh, oh I'm I really curious. Not, to see. I hope it's not Burn Hollow. No, I hope Joe, it's man. Oh, 
Because, I mean, the last time we saw it, there was, like, reconstruction efforts going yeah, on. So I'm was. super curious to see what's happening oh there. Oh, my God. There's so many fun things going on in Dern Hollow and Aubrey. <laughs> and I can't, oh I can't wait. And there's an interesting thing happening where uh, Group B is heading to Dern Hollow. Group A is making their way to Aubrey. And I'm waiting to see what the crossover is going to be like. They might, ne- yeah. not, might not necessarily run into each other. But mm-hmm. there are events. Like, as Group A starts making their way east yeah. they're gonna see the influence of group b passing through and vice versa oh influence, <laughs> we didn't do anything it all happened around us uh-huh don't, hey don't say we hey did. don't sell yourself <laughs> short that donhurst situation good job well what do you mean okay hold on sarcasm or not it was very unclear in that statement <laughs> <laughs> Good job. We, we don't have to deal with any of the demons and stuff, so thanks for that. Like, oh, yeah, well, that's okay. Well, have yeah. fun with the fang, though. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, give, <laughs> yeah. us a, get, give us a I horse, mean, too. Okay, we look at our really group. It might go a different way. Like, we're like half made up of up. thieves. <laughs> That's true. Cool ass armbands. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, what Masoka's gonna do. Like... Yeah, Masoka, yeah. <laughs> I can already hear him. <laughs> so cool looking out, man. Like, oh. <laughs> this French guy looks like he gets a lot of tail. I'm gonna fuck. Uh, God. Yeah. Oh. I hope he's not dead. I hope he didn't hey, die. Yeah, uh, why are you locked in the closet, buddy? It's like, oh, well. <laughs> That'd be a shitty way to die. First of all, well, you'd have to be really dumb to die that way. But well, also, that would, that would so be a sad. super Trent way to die, though. It is. I was gonna say, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. I'm still Such holding friends. out hope. Uh, Trent and Callie, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I ship it. It's just it's. What I ship it? name? It would be Trally. 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 Yeah. Hashtag Trally. Trally. Trent. Trent. All the way. Can. Can. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so we'll see. Oh we'll see what happens in the next episode. Um, look forward to that. Let's jump over to Group A and finish this trifecta from Theriathon. Oh, Claudius! This, compared to the other two episodes, is a little more concise. Let's say because basically two things happen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I feel like it's been that way the last couple of Group A episodes, where yeah. you guys basically took a mission. In uh, in Winterhaven, and then you shopped, and then this. And, and I didn't help things last night. Um, it's not. It's okay. It's never okay. Um. <laughs> so, kicking off the episode, you guys are moving towards Aubrey, like we said. Uh, episode thirty-five. Oh, Claudius, you are. You basically run into a a like a local legend, um, and that's something I want to start exploring more of, like these uh, these these sections of wildlife or these larger-than-life critters that are out there that locals just have a name for, like you know, large fish or you know, bears in this case or or something like that. And uh, Claudius was one of those things I thought I was going to have more time to build up and just never had a chance. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, well, surely this combat will be worthy of... A- oh, he's dead. Um, yeah. he j- That's one of those... He was an old Claudius. He, he was... Yeah. yeah it, Get up there. It's one of those things that I thought... It, okay. He had like a... He had a double... He had a multi-attack and like it, it, he hits like a fucking freight train when he hits... 
I just, it, the, the dice were not cooperative, so it just did not happen. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's <laughs> gonna happen from time to time. I, I think it's kind of cool because it builds up the group A legend a bit. Like, it's like, yeah, we, pff, I don't know what you guys are talking about. This bear was no problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing people's reaction to us, like, walking in with the bear corpse. Oh, God, yeah. Like... <laughs> Speaking of bear corpse, um, after old Claudius is defeated, we argued over bear stats for 30 minutes. 30 <laughs> minutes? Was that really it? Um, probably. Ooh, I cut it down. Wow. Uh, but God, we man. talked a lot about... Xavier said his frustration was a bit. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> he was so done. I was laughing so hard when I was listening to it. He's like, yeah, he's, he is in bed. He has gone to sleep. It is already one day closer. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Xavier's so relaxed most of the time that, like, <laughs> to get under his skin, like, something bad was... Um, but yeah, I, I have not looked at it yet, but I've heard the chat was <laughs> vocal. <laughs> was... I was there. <laughs> the great bear debates. I was there that day. <clears throat> uh, was it raining? Oh, uh, and we essentially, <laughs> after we cut up old Claudius and started moving down the road, uh, we had a rest stop with the characters uh, swinging back and forth across this little um, this little cliffside thing. Uh, Masoka and Aster, mm-hmm. maybe not doing exceptionally well. It was fun. I I liked it because it was like different than like at like during the first session it was like a similar thing, but like I was able to like get like Masoka in on it too. So it was kind of like a friendship building thing with the two of them. And it was fun. Let me let me ask you a question because I know that that's a part of Aster's character, kind of uh, maybe maybe not daredeviling, but like risk taking type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that something you see Aster doing in combat, or is it just just when there's um, very low stakes, just kind of like, oh, that looks like a fun thing to jump off of? Or- well, I mean, definitely when there's low stakes, but I mean, like, like so going back to like the whole like uh, Claudius thing, so like, <clears throat> out of character, I was like, oh no, this is a big bear, we're gonna die, I don't want to do this, and I was like, Aster would totally want to do this thing <laughs> and stuff, so like, it's like, like doing like, so just like going off of that, and like, as far as in combat, I mean, it's kind of difficult to say just because, I mean, like, like their style of fighting is, like, tends to be more at a distance. Right. And stuff in general, just because they're using a bow, that's what it's going right. to be like. And also, I feel like they, they've had, like, several years of sort of um, combat training in the Evergreen, like, with the other elves and stuff. So I feel like that, like, in combat, like, the being less... Uh, stupid about things is probably more ingrained into them at this point. Whereas like, just like having fun and dicking around, like that's like kind of a different story. That makes sense. I don't know. No, uh, that makes perfect sense. It's, (laughs) it's, it's one of those things. Like I, I, I didn't know if we'd see like some Legolas stuff, like leaping off of, you know, the sheer cliff sides to get a better. Oh, I mean, if an opportunity comes up for that, (laughs) then we'll, we'll see. Okay. Depends on the situation. I am not used to when, when the old Claudia stuff came up, I'm not used to you saying, let's do the dangerous thing. I'm used to you. It's weird. (laughs) And it's been a year of arc two. I'm still not used to you doing it. 
Yeah, me neither. I'm not used to it. <laughs> like, I have to, look, like, like take a second of, like, I'm, like, about to say no, and I'm like, wait, nope, <laughs> gotta go for it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. I, don't know, I like, I like Kelsey's new character. I yeah, like Aster. Aster's one of my favorites. They, they got, they got that aggression down, and they got, like, the coolness factor, which I feel not many characters can get. It feels, I, I said this before, I feel like Aster feels like a, a Dragon Age character who is, mm. like, top, top tier right off the bat. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> That's that's my, thank you a yeah, lot. That's the the sense I get from from Aster is very much like a uh, a thrill seeker who's been taught to fight smart, so has to get yeah. their their kicks elsewhere. Mm. Yep, yep. That's you know, yeah, pretty. Funny. As soon as the I think it was like one of, was it the first episode with uh, diving into that pool? Yep, where, was where it was like eighty eh, percent chance you die. Let's do it anyway. I know. I was like, okay, well, that tells me everything I need to know right there. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and that's one of those cases where, like, I mean, I, I probably, like, said in the episode, like, Kelsey is just, like, screaming no, like, this is a bad <laughs> idea. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's fun to, like, get outside my comfort zone a bit. It's what I do every time Larg runs into the woods. It's going to kill me. <laughs> Oh man! Hopefully, as Group A and B, uh, as Groups A and B pass each other, maybe they'll, um, maybe they'll kind of slap each other five and transfer each other's luck, so that. <laughs> yes, please. You don't want this. Please, please, please. Now I just imagine like Group B tossing Tamara from cart to cart, <laughs> <laughs> like a hot potato. I think we even have a cart. <laughs> Oh yeah, we don't have one. Whoa, whoa! Thanks for rubbing it in, guys. Wow. Yeah, really. <laughs> Not all of us. One. I was totally going to try to get a cart from Donhurst, but then the Fang came. I was about. Yeah, to- <laughs> you guys had horses, and you lost. Them. Yeah. Well, we no, they're not lost. They we know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're at the front gates. I, it hasn't been a very lucrative adventure so far for Group B. We'll we'll see what happens, but yeah. It would be great if we somehow ended up getting those horses. That would be oh bad. God. <laughs> that would be the best. Do you guys want to do some Therian feedback? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's start with Jacob Lamar, Jack Lawson. <clears throat> That's a lot of names. Which do you think will happen in Group B regarding Rose? Uh, one, Tatiana will go rogue and put Rose down. Two, Calden will make Rose's last bite frostbite. <laughs> oh. uh, nice. Three, Callie will make a of mice and men ending moment and have to be the one to kill her. For for uh, for optimism's sake, all of the above. Wow, that this, that just every <laughs> ending is Rose dying. I see he's he favors camp uh, camp killer apparently. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, um, I don't know. I, I honestly I don't feel like that's gonna happen. I feel like we're gonna end up getting to Dernhall with her. To be honest, really. Yeah. Either that or she's going to take off. I don't know. Yeah, that's another one. I was listening to our last episode, and it's like, why do we have to Elena won't tie her up. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, because she's going to run away. <laughs> what if she take all our shit and run? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, so she's not going to tie her up very well. And then because Jamie's character spoke poorly of her, she's going to get out, and then Jamie will be the one to find her and then have to kill her and explain to everybody, like, I promise she was running away. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. I, you gotta, okay, from her standpoint, she sees you guys as her best chance of getting back to civilization in one piece, but 
on the flip side, maybe not. Like, you guys might murder her before she ever gets back home. So it's – this is a really shitty situation for her. She's tried getting out into the woods uh, kind of by accident, and that didn't go well. So, I I mean, yeah, she's kind of in your hands. I, I don't know if she'd run away. But, yeah, we'll see uh, – We'll, we'll, we'll see uh, the next episode. <laughs> uh, this one is from St. Euler Group C. Um, Vecna Protect. <laughs> Does he also attack? <laughs> attack? Jesus. <laughs> I seriously debated cutting that part out. With Merrick as the newest <laughs> demon in the party, how, if at all, we are leaping to conclusions... Oh, How, yeah. if at all, do you think your new god-tier ring will react to the demon statuette or party member? Clara's hmm. gonna have to try the Green Lantern shit. Like, just <laughs> powering up! See if it works. Just tap it against the statue a few times. I don't know, it seems like, um, from what we know about the demon that may or may not be involved with that statuette mm-hmm. versus Vecna... It doesn't seem like they have a lot in common, Mm -hmm. you know? I feel like it would just be ambivalent. It would be like, "Eh, okay, It's like if I see another pink-haired girl in public, that doesn't mean we're going to be friends. Like, I'll nod to her or whatever, but, like, we're not friends. And if she comes up to talk to me, I'll punch her in the mouth. Wow. (laughs) Whoa. That went from zero to 50. There can only be one. (laughs) It's a fair reaction. I I support it. Yeah, it's rough at Dragon Con. Uh, It's... (laughs) (laughs) I had to apologize to one of them once because it turned out to be a wig. Um. <laughs> How familiar would uh, would the party be with Vecna's roles guarding the uh, role guarding the demons? And would that be something your character would consider while exploring his temple uh, regarding the statuette? Um, I know Elrath's not very familiar, so. I- I feel like that's more of a, like, we rolled for it, and I think that we did get that bit of information. So yeah, I think, yeah. Clara, and then Clara told the group, so. Right. I'm not sure how true the, the party in general thinks it is, because I know both, um, oh, wait, no, uh, I know that Merrick, at least, does not, is not 100% on board with the whole God thing, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though he's the one who's gotten closest to any of them. <laughs> right. Um. Clara would probably take it more at face value. So, um, okay. Going back to, going back to Merrick. Would the group uh, kind of gravitating more toward, uh, religion? Would the group kind of see Merrick like a flat earther? Like, it's like, how could you still not believe in gods when you've told, you know what I mean? Like, is it, is it like that? Or is it just kind of like, hey man, you do you. You believe in what you want to believe. For Clara, it's definitely a you-do-you. Like, yeah. It's a little bit more difficult when you tell... Like, here's the thing. Merrick is essentially the guy who tells you, like, five ghost stories that have personally totally happened to him <laughs> and then also claim that he doesn't believe in spirits. Right. It's like, you can't have it both ways. You just told a story about how it happened. But at the same time, do I actually give a shit whether or not this guy believes in ghosts? Right. Like, nah. I feel like it's the same thing where it's like, okay, you have all these stories about like interacting with gods Mm -hmm. or like freeing them or what have you, but you don't believe in them. You're just weird. (laughs) And I'm just gonna, you do you, you just, just calm down. Just stay calm. Hmm. I, 
I would be interested to see if, um, at least if like Elrath's relationship with the gods kind of changes and becomes a little bit more different, how that might affect it. If he still tries to say stuff like that, but right now she's just newly into it, like we talked about earlier. So she's just like, you know what? That's cool. Didn't somebody establish also that nobody really believes Merrick yet about half of his stories? <laughs> I, I, I thought I remembered somebody really saying that. Hardcore bought it. I think everyone yeah. was just like, okay, sure. And then we met up with Poe, <laughs> and it was a thing of like, mm, someone's backing it up, but. He's kind of a drunk. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, well, you don't want to say also, it, but yeah. And also without Kaluna there anymore, it's just kind of like, okay, sure, Jan. Like, you know, okay. like mm-hmm. one time Lady Gaga visited Maine, right? For a for a don't ask, don't tell rally. And Julian went around for the next three months telling everyone how she kissed him on the cheeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> and almost everyone knew he was full of shit. But no one called him on it, so every time he would finish the story, he would be like, ha that didn't really happen, got you. But it was just people being polite. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jamie, you can back me up on this, right? Like, you were, it's a oh, thing that he re- did. I don't remember that. But. I think you might have actually been in basic at the time. The point is... I was going to say, like, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> you were definitely... I don't even remember when I was in college. Time. So, anyway, ah, the point yeah. is, like... It's this big, huge story that I don't think that most people, like, when you tell a story that huge, where it's yeah. like, I, I kissed a celebrity or I freed the gods, I, I think it's just human nature to not entirely believe it without proof. Mm. That makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one from St. Euler. <clears throat> uh, groupie. What a doozy of an episode. Did Jamie and Karen know of each other's conflicting backstories before they were revealed in the episode? It didn't seem like it. Uh, how much did, Dace, did Jason know, and did you, Jason, foresee the potential conflict in the backstories? You guys you guys didn't share that with each other, right? No. Not think- beyond, like, the when we were first coming up as a group, being like, hey, here's a little bit about my character. That's kind of... All it went right. through, yeah. No, for a fact, we didn't know about the Tatiana's dad dying by a werewolf. That was a shocker when I think you mentioned it. Well, it wasn't when we were doing the like the session zero. It wasn't even a few episodes after that. I think it was like when we first met Rose, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember because I know Callie told us she's like, oh my, you know, she told us in the beginning like, oh yeah, I have a. What's it called? I have a curse that I die of this, but then like our characters didn't know. Right. Yeah. Like that's all I remember too. So yeah, I I pretty much know all the backstories that I get. Like if you you know, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not. I obviously don't tell you guys because I think it's better to find that stuff out in character. And there's stuff that might never come out. I, I know yeah. characters have been drawn up where there's a big like, oh, I have a secret, and you just never get to it. it just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braylon mentioned that he and Calden used to have a great leader in their group. <clears throat> um, how would they react if they found out about the new Dagon? Maybe they already know. Hmm. <laughs> that's a good yeah, question. That's a good one. I feel like Braylon would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a good Because, like, they work so hard. The boat, the hook shots, like, <laughs> they work so hard to stop them. You know, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I don't have my powers. Please give me money. Give me power." And like, yeah, Brel- I think Brelin would see that as like a weakness, 
I think. Because, like, you know, how can you turn your back? How can you go and not join, but, like, make a deal with something that we fought so hard against for, what, I think, like, a couple months, maybe? It was a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'd be upset. He'd be very upset. All right, Group B now needs to run into Dagon. (laughs) I mentioned earlier there's stuff being drawn up and recorded. (laughs) So okay. The higher your voice goes up, the more shit you're. Oh up my to. god, dude! <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's true. So okay, let's let's okay. So obviously, Group B, specifically uh, Calden and and Braylon, have history with the Black Hand. The Black Hand has some kind of link or history with demons or demonic activity. If you found out what you found out about Dagon. And being linked to a demon specifically, how hard would it be to trust him again? Oh, well, I know for Braylon, it would be very difficult because now he's used to like him. He's used to like the group kind of doing a a vote by committee now, you know, Um, and having that kind of that small portion of leadership given to everybody. He wouldn't he would now know that like. There's there's a lot more than than black and white. There's there's kind of some shades of gray, and seeing that Dagon, I won't say betrayed, but you know made a deal with a demon to gain power, and for what it looked like in Braylon's eyes would be selfish reasons. As a as a player, Alex sees it as because he wants to you know help benefit the rest of the world by opening the portals and or the gates and whatnot. But like Braylon would see it as a selfish see that move as selfish. Hmm. And uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to trust him again. It would, it would take a long time. Very interesting. All right. Maybe we'll see uh, see that come about one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one from Saint Euler. <clears throat> Group C. We know somebody is working on a lycanthropy cure. Uh, there were also some descriptions of Wolf Rose being somewhat disfigured, with bones sticking out uh, and and other <laughs> pleasantries. Um, do the players think that there may be some connection there? Perhaps this doctor is studying vampires and werewolves in Aubrey. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think this is probably more of a group B question. Might be, yeah. I mean, it kind of ties the well, two I together. Don't... I, well, yeah, I was just like, I mean... I think I they're saying... We... They're saying from Group C, we learned this. Oh, So okay. here's a question okay. for Group C. Oh, yes. Ah, okay. that makes sense. Sorry. I was like, <laughs> I don't think we would know about Rose and Bone Spurs <laughs> and all that. And I was like, um. <laughs> no, that was confusing. I only caught on to what they're trying to say when you said it was more of a Group B question. I, like, I mean, oh, yeah. My my thought when it says, like, maybe that's something related to, like, the source of the curse somehow. Just with, like, there's, like, some, like. Like, she's, like, more, like, closely, like, was bitten by, like, the original werewolf or something like that. Or mm. I don't That's know. That's sort of my picture, too. Yeah. Maybe she is the OG werewolf. Oh, double lies. Maybe. Double lies. <laughs> I would be shocked. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, there's a, like, she is younger than, like, Merrick was. I don't know. Maybe, the, like, the original one gets passed on, like, I don't know. Who knows? But there's something going on there. <laughs> I want to know what it is. There's I'm something. so curious. There's something. Uh, moving on. Mirthless, I'd like to ask, I'd like to ask Jason whether he knew Callie had Moonbeam before he introduced Rose slash Tamara to the party. Uh, and was anyone else thinking like me, wait till the daily returns before stressing her out by telling her you might kill her? 
<laughs> okay. One, that was a complete shock to me. And, and here's the thing. Going back a year, me and Bree signed off on all these powers, right? These, these, these spells. We go through each and every one of them. And it's like, oh, that could be a cool roleplay thing or that, you know, so there are certain things that get scaled back. Um, like a lot of the illusionary things and mystic mansions and all that stuff. Um, damn it. I, I know. I know. No <laughs> ghost butlers. I'm sorry. Um, Dang it. and the mystical tree house and all that stuff. Like it just kind of gets, it's like, that's, that's too wacky, too out there for our world. But there are things like that. That's like, well, that just makes sense for some reason. Now I didn't realize Callie had that when we started, when, when Rose was introduced up to the fight, up to the minute. Callie busted it out. Like, uh, Karen, I don't think realized it until partway through the fight. Like, it's like, oh, oh, this one plus one equals two. So it just happened. <laughs> um, the, I'm, this, this goes back to the thing I was talking about earlier. You guys aren't thinking about things in terms of getting dailies back or, oh, this power doesn't recharge till I have a full, re-. you're not thinking about stuff like that. You're just, doing things in the moment and i love that so much that's all just more praise for you guys thank oh you. thank you appreciate it yeah we work very yeah. hard you do <laughs> uh i believe this is the last one from cole uh ink splatter architect in the chat this is for group b what are the chances that calden is going to use his newish uh or in the works spells again the the freezing people to death um, and also, this is for Kelden. Uh, would he ever shape his ice arm into a weapon, if need be, to use in melee? Um, for Braylon, how does Braylon feel about the werewolf thing? I think we've kind of been over that. Um, okay, but more specifically, he knew Merrick a little. Um, but did he know him well enough to feel sympathy for the werewolf girl? Mm. I don't think I knew he was a werewolf. I don't believe so. I don't believe I, that came out in nah. No, like we met them and they're like, hey, we're going to help you stop the seal. Okay, you do this, we'll mm-hmm. do this. Boom. And then that was it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I think the Swamp Wish just kind of alluded to it. Like she never outright came and said, I could cure your lycanthropy. Right. Oh, in front shit, of everybody. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think she kind of held him back and was like, if you want, I can help you with your affliction. You know, like I don't think it ever came out. We're going to need uh, some archivists or someone to go back and listen because I do not remember <laughs> about the, the witch uh, yeah, werewolf, you already know how I feel about werewolves. For Lark, what are the chances that Lark will toss, throw, or swing, or otherwise carry Braylon in the near future? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say not, not none. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> there's not, there's not a zero chance. Um, I don't think Lark would ever toss, actually throw Braylon at something dangerous because Braylon is very small and he would not do that. No. Um, what about suplexes? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the, the last time he carried Braylon, he got his stuff drawn on. So that's was, true. That's true. Which he has not forgotten about. Um, <laughs> now there's always a chance. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, uh, for Karen, oh my gosh, how do you manage to keep secrets like that? Also, has Jason told you any more about your curse than we know, or are you just as blind as we are? Karen is just as blind as you guys are. Um, and as, as, uh, Callie goes throughout the world and does research and stuff like that, Callie might piece together some, some other stuff. So, 
we'll we'll get to it eventually if Callie lives long enough to figure it out. Dun dun dun. <laughs> There's a heavy emphasis on if there. Uh, well, okay, look, Group B has not had the best luck. <laughs> I'm hoping their luck improves as they head west. Yeah, we're gonna trade with Group I, we'll A. We're gonna trade mm-hmm. luck. High fives. <laughs> Good game. Good game. Good game. <laughs> Um, uh, Devil Trigger in the chat. Uh, every group has some tremendous character moments and revelations that totally made sense. Do you think playing live out, uh, do you think, uh, do you think playing live, um, added additional pressure on you to get some of that out in the open? I didn't personally, I don't know how you guys felt, but I didn't prep sessions specifically. I wanted them to be extra packed. But I didn't plan out character moments like that. They just like I thought there's gonna right. be a big werewolf fight. That's what I thought. <laughs> so did we. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys feel pressure at all to to maybe get more character stuff out there or have a big like a like a big reveal or moment? No, I mean you told us like, hey, turn off the chat, and then yeah. we turned it off yeah. before the games. <laughs> I think that was a big thing that we weren't looking at. We weren't looking at any of that. Like we were just yeah. playing as if it was mm-hmm. an old game. Yeah, I do think like, like it's so weird because sometimes we have an inkling of some things that may or may not occur. Like, for instance, if we were to go to Brightport, Alex, you might be on guard as Braylon to be like, oh, you know, something might happen. I might need to be on my RP game, you know, and because I had a very strong inclination that it was a werewolf, I kind of had an idea, but I did not. I thought we were going to kill it, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and then it would naturally sort of like, if it continued on about werewolves, it would come out, but I, it wasn't pushed or no. anything. I just think like in certain scenarios, like when we started off in Fairbay, my character's from Fairbay, you know? So it's sort of like you have an inkling of, of based where on where your group is going, if things may or may not occur. Yeah, that's, that's getting ready to happen on group A. Like they're going to get to Aubrey and there's a bunch of stuff going on with mm-hmm. Aubrey and characters and stuff. Um, piggybacking off that, uh, Bouquet, uh, Karen, when coming up with Callie, did you want her to have a curse and then left it up to Jason? Or did he go, hmm, here's an interesting idea. Here's another way to kill one of your characters. (laughs) (laughs) I, this was Karen's idea. Karen 100% came up with it and then we just worked together on what it would be and stuff. And, uh, she gave me all the seeds for it and I just took it from there. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, big G in the cat in the chat in the cat. Um, big G in the chat. Is it possible for a PC to get amnesia from getting hit hard in combat? Funny, you should mention that because I'm not <laughs> going to mention which group it was. But the new crit tables are in effect, and uh, one character got a nasty head injury. Ooh, really? Mm. That happened. That's that's a thing. Um, like in one of the episodes that hasn't yeah, come out it's, yet. Yeah, it's coming up. It's uh, it's uh, in early next month, I believe. But yeah, it's it's coming. Yep. Crit tables, man. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Karen. I didn't know Karen was no in the chat. Tables. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's been swearing at us. Oh, cool. Time. Yeah. Good. Okay. Telling you how rude you are. I am. You know? I'm never rude. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say or 
um, do or anything before we before we get ready to wrap things up? Mm, not really. I mean, the werewolf was our whole thing for us. <laughs> I feel like that was the, that was the big, the big awesome. focus for us, for Group E. So with that, uh, again, I mentioned patreon.com, uh, slash D A N D R. Obviously that's how we make, uh, that's how we make a living for the most part. Uh, if you swing on by there, we got a ton of stuff. We're doing curse of Strahd each month and that's been going really well. Uh, it's punishing as shit, but really well. Like you guys are doing a great job. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, oh, I a... saw you put the character creation for the wrestling thing in there yep. too. Uh, that went up. Um, most people seem to be either excited or completely ambivalent. Um, so (laughs) that'll be fun. We're just doing a one shot of that. And, uh, I, I think, I think that's going to be a fun system to play with. Uh, worldwide wrestling is the, is the name of the system. If you guys want to check it out. And I think, I think it's going to wrap us up. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us in, um, Trally really <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Trally. Hashtag Trally, everybody. Trally 2018. Hashtag Trally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yep, it's happening. Oh, my God. Um, Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next month with a brand new batch of episodes. Uh, and join us next month live for Extended Rest. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Just like we mentioned at the beginning of today's extended rest, uh, we will be at DragonCon again this year. We're planning a huge listener meetup. We will have more details on that very soon, but we're, we're in the process of planning some stuff. We really hope to see you guys there. We want to meet you, shake your hand. We want to hang out, eat a meal with you guys, and we're doing our best to get all that ready to go. Of course, we are going to be playing live for the very first time. DNR has never done that in the six years that we've been around, and... Again, truly a dream come true. We cannot wait for that. And uh, we can't thank DragonCon enough, the uh, tabletop track specifically, for allowing us to do that for you guys. Again, we are brought to you by Patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. There is a ton of content up there. We are uh, currently producing an audiobook that'll be going up for all our patrons. Uh, there is the Wrestling Randomness one-shot that we're going to be doing, and uh, just a ton of stuff. We regularly post three-hour-plus living in areas where you guys ask us. Tons of questions about a specific person, place, or thing in Theria, and we do our best to answer all your questions. We have a tremendous Discord where there are tons of people constantly active, uh, chatting with each other, finding groups, answering questions, and all that good stuff. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode, and we can't wait to meet you guys at DragonCon one more time. Thank you, guys. Bye.